Hello and welcome to my podcast. This is GM the GM and it's a podcast about everything escape room from a behind the scenes games master perspective. This is episode four and it's all about reviews and why they are so important. So reviewing, some people do it and some people don't. But a lot of people use reviews to decide upon a place that they want to go to. And this can apply to any venue or company or activity that can be reviewed. But obviously, I'm talking specifically about escape rooms. The company where I work gets at least 50% of custom from people seeing our great reviews on TripAdvisor and choosing us because of that. I've previously worked for a company that were listed as the number one thing to do on TripAdvisor for that area. And I would say as high as 75 or 80% of the customers went there because of that. So we know that reviews have a positive impact, but it's still sometimes really difficult to get people to actually leave them. And if there's any GMs out there that have the magic formula to converting a great experience into a review, then please drop me a line and let me know because I would love to know how it's done. On a fully booked day, we could have up to 120 people through the doors. And I would say probably only about two or three of those would actually leave a review. Unfortunately, TripAdvisor doesn't allow you to incentivize reviews, so you're not allowed to offer any discounts or any gifts for leaving one. All we can do is ask and then hope that the customer will decide to do so. So if you've had a great experience at an escape room and they ask you for a review, all I will say is please do take a moment or two to actually leave one. And I'm talking mainly about TripAdvisor here as I'm based in the UK and that's the giant of review systems here in the UK. We also have Google reviews and Facebook reviews. And there are other platforms as well on which you can review companies, but TripAdvisor is the biggie. And in other companies, I know that, sorry, in other countries, I know that there are other ways to do reviews and I'm sure they're just as influential. But what if you've not had a great experience? Well, in this instance, I would ask you to consider why and consider it very carefully. There are a few things that you can do, and I'm going to go in order from really bad to really great. In the worst case scenario that you've been treated very badly or something awful has gone wrong and it's ruined your experience, well, firstly, I would hope that you wouldn't need to complain or write a review. I would hope that whoever was in charge would offer you some kind of compensation automatically. For example, a little while ago, I had a group of six people coming to enjoy one of our rooms. But just five minutes before their arrival time, something rather big and important broke in the room that they were due to play. And I wasn't able to fix it before they arrived. Luckily, I was able to put them into one of our other rooms. This might not be the case if you only have one room in your venue, but luckily we have more than one. So I was able to offer them the other experience, which they accepted. And I explained the situation and then gave them a voucher to come back and try the other experience at another time. And they were very happy with that. And 
I think that I handled it well and they enjoyed their experience and have booked to come back and do the other one with their voucher. I know that in that case, I avoided a bad review because we didn't get a bad review. (laughs) But if something awful happens or if your experience is really terrible and you don't get any kind of offered compensation, then you absolutely should say something. If you're not dealing with the owners, then just ask for the owner's contact information and send them a message or give them a call in order to explain what's happened. And I would expect most of the time you would get some satisfactory compensation. If you don't and you have made contact and you have explained what's happened and you still don't get a response or don't get a good enough response, you're still not treated very well, then perhaps you might go ahead and leave them a bad review. I would say in that case, it's probably justified. I have played a couple of escape rooms that were really bad, and I mean really, really awful. In one situation, I did leave a bad review, but in the other situation, I didn't. And the reason that in the first situation I left a bad review was because I didn't get the impression from speaking to the owner and having the owner be my games master that they would be at all open or receptive to any kind of comment or uh, criticism. So I didn't really feel like that would be accepted. And for a few of the things that actually went wrong, there was no apology given, no explanation given, even when I asked them, you know, what was that supposed to happen or was that supposed to be like that? And they just said, no, that was a mistake or no, that was a mistake. And there was no apology or, you know, I'm really sorry that that happened or anything. So they were quite ignorant and I just didn't feel that it was going to do any good at all to contact them. So in that case, they got a bad review. I should add, it wasn't their first one. In the other situation where the games were not great at all, they were, they were quite bad. The owner of the rooms was really, really lovely. I didn't feel very nice just to hop straight on TripAdvisor and give them a bad review. So I wanted to see if there was anything else I could do. In that instance, I told them that I didn't feel I could give them five stars and I offered to explain why. They accepted my offer. So I wrote them a very long and thought out email. And then they basically came back to me with a lot of contradictions and defences to everything that I'd pointed out. I was not too surprised that that happened because having looked on TripAdvisor and seen their reviews that they'd already received and seeing the responses to those reviews, I could see that they weren't very receptive to criticism or suggestion. But as I said, they were absolutely lovely and they went above and beyond to give us a good time. They chose not to, you know, take anything that I said on board and that's completely their choice, their prerogative. Uh, But I, I haven't gone ahead and left them a bad review. I just dealt with that one a different way. Now, I'm not suggesting that every time you have a bad experience, you start spouting off to owners and giving them advice and feedback. In fact, I'd only suggest this if you were very, very experienced players or if you're working in the industry, because you should only critique what you really know. Sliding down the scale a little bit to a mediocre room. In my opinion, it it depends if something was wrong or if it was just an okay room. 
if nothing bad occurred and everything was pleasant enough, you just didn't really enjoy it, then really consider why you didn't enjoy it before you leave a review. If it's your personal preference, then you definitely shouldn't mark anyone down for that. For example, I personally don't really enjoy space-themed rooms. I just don't find them that interesting. But I would not mark a company down on a review site just because I didn't like the theme of their room. I would still play it and hopefully still enjoy it because I'm an enthusiast and I'll play pretty much anything. Even if it's got really bad reviews, I'll, I'll still go and play it. I wouldn't then give them three or four star review just because I didn't personally like that theme. It's also worth considering if what you experienced was reasonable. For example, I saw a review recently that marked a venue down from five stars to four stars because they were hot whilst playing the game. What they failed to mention in the review was that they played on the hottest day of the year so far. They also didn't tell the Games Master that they were feeling hot and the Games Master had previously explained to them that if they were feeling warm, to let them know and they could do something about it. So that was quite disappointing to read. I saw another review, again marked down from 5 star to 4 star, because they weren't given a trinket at the end of the game. I think I went over this in one of my previous episodes, that sometimes you will be given a little keepsake or trinket at the end of playing an escape room. But this isn't mandatory. This isn't to be expected. It's just something that's become a bit of a tradition and most companies do do it, but I certainly wouldn't expect it. And if I didn't get one, I wouldn't mark a company down for that because they might be a new company, you know, they might not know about that tradition, they might not have the budget for it, or, you know, they perhaps just can't come up with anything good. Quite a lot of trinkets and keepsakes have been taken, you know, quite a lot of good ideas have already been taken. So they might not be able to think of something and therefore just think, well, it's it's best not to do anything. You don't know the reason behind most of these things. So it's not really fair to judge on something like that. I think the same thing goes for not being able to find a venue as well, because I've seen this in reviews as well, that they've been marked down because the person couldn't find it or it was in an odd location. If you haven't played many escape rooms, just know that some of them are in odd locations. They're not often on main high streets with big shop fronts. You may have to hunt a little bit. If you've got the address and you've got instructions, which usually come on email after you've booked your experience, and then you fail to allow enough time to find it, well, that's your fault, not the company's. You might think I'm going on a little bit about this, but the reason that I'm stressing it is because you may not know this, but taking one star off of a review on TripAdvisor has the power to dent the company's ranking and push them further down the list. I'm sure that you are aware that the more good reviews a company gets, then the higher up the search results they will be. That's pretty standard. My company got a four-star review a little while ago, and there was absolutely nothing bad in the review. It was just a four-star rather than a five-star. I took note of it, and I monitored the situation, and it took... 10 five-star reviews to combat and outweigh the damage that that four-star had done, which I thought was incredible. And I was just surprised at how damaging anything other than perfect can be. 
Before I worked at an escape room, I didn't appreciate the power of reviews. And to be honest, I was a four star giver. I thought that anything other than perfect didn't deserve a five star. My opinion was that it can always be a bit better. Even absolutely brilliant five stars, you know, could still be a little bit better. There's always something to improve on in every industry. You know, you can always improve, you can always move forward. And so I was always quite reluctant to give a five star. Now, luckily, I was not a big TripAdvisor reviewer back then. And uh, I'm quite glad of that now, now that I have a bit more information about the subject. Since working for escape rooms, my opinions changed. And what I tend to do now is if I've had a great time, I'll give them a five star review. And if it's on another platform, then I'll just give them a good review if it's not a star system. But if I don't feel it's worth a five star review, then I just won't review it. Or in the case that I was speaking about earlier, if it was quite bad, then I might offer some feedback instead. And if I did leave a bad review, then it really would have to be an awful experience and I would always make sure that it was deserved and it was with evidence as well. If you're like me and you only give a five star if things are absolutely perfect, then I would implore you to reconsider this attitude based on what I've just spoken about and the new knowledge that you now have. And try not to compare too much to other venues as well, because every company has different budgets. Just because you got a free trinket and a drink at one place doesn't mean you're going to get that in another. So try to look at the customer service, the game and the enjoyment and judge the experience on those things rather than the uh, superficial things or optional extras. So that leads us to the most positive and a five star or excellent experience. All I have to say here really is if you have one of those, then please, please just take a moment to review them and let everybody know. This can just be as quick and simple as doing a recommendation on Facebook where I don't even think you have to write anything. Uh, No, it's Google, actually. Google, you don't have to write anything. You can literally just do five stars. Well, that helps. That helps absolutely. So if you have barely any time, just nip onto Google, five stars, done. If you have a little bit more time, then Facebook, you do have to write 25 characters to recommend a company. Um, So that would be useful. But as I've said already, and as I've been banging on about throughout this podcast, TripAdvisor is the most influential one. And if you can spare a minute or two just to leave a review on TripAdvisor, then please, please do. Well, that's all I have to say regarding reviews. I hope you found it interesting. And perhaps I've said a few things that have surprised you and hopefully a few things that you didn't know. So thank you very much for listening. And my next episode is going to be my top five. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to tell you my top five escape rooms and companies. My current top five anyway, because it might change. So I'm going to review those and uh, and let you know what they are. I'm quite excited about that one because talking about excellent games is fun. <laughs> so yeah, thank you so much for listening. And if you have any questions or comments, you can find me on Facebook, search GM the GM. 
or you can email me gmthegm at aol.com. And very exciting, I am now on Patreon. So if you feel that I deserve a little donation for what I'm doing, then head on over to Patreon, uh, www.patreon.com forward slash GM the GM. Thank you so much. I will talk to you next time. And in the meantime, keep on escaping.